Secretary of State Rex Tillerson still talks about denuclearizing the Korean Peninsula. It's one thing to talk about rolling back North Korea's nuclear program when what they have is a nuclear program. It's another thing to get them to give it up once they've achieved that objective. And that's where we are now. That was CG global security expert Simon Palomar speaking recently about the rise in hostilities on the Korean Peninsula and how Pyongyang's nuclear advancements have left Washington and other regional players several steps behind. As the war games escalate, what is the way forward for diplomatic efforts to prevent armed conflict? Now, as the United States and its allies look for a way forward, you know, how to deal with a nuclearized or near nuclearized North Korea, I think there are a few really tough issues that uh, the United States, Japan, South Korea have to discuss. And what I've heard from some policymakers in these countries is that there are at least two crucial issues right off the bat. The first one is, to what extent can China actually single-handedly influence what goes on in North Korea? If you listen to the White House and the Department of State right now, they seem to be fairly confident that this is a matter of will, that if the Chinese want to end this crisis, they can do so. They have the diplomatic leverage, they have the economic leverage, they have the military leverage, and it's simply a matter of this doesn't matter enough to China, so they allow it to continue. On the other hand, other governments take a different view. There's considerable skepticism that the Chinese government is in fact able to close up trade with North Korea like we think they can. In fact, that a lot of Chinese companies and North Korean companies are very good at busting sanctions, at evading them. They know how to do it. And the solution there is to cooperate with the Chinese, help them figure out how to use domestic law enforcement, domestic courts to enforce those sanctions that are already on the books. It's about helping the Chinese enforce the sanctions. There's also the question of how much risk can China take? There is a fear that a disorderly collapse of the government there could have catastrophic consequences and create a refugee crisis in northeastern China. So how to work with China? To what extent the Chinese need to simply you know, take responsibility and to what extent we need to help them get there? And that's a really crucial issue that like-minded countries on a lot of issues still disagree on, and that's something that needs to be resolved. A second issue, and you hear this particularly from some of our East Asian allies, is that they're concerned that sending the wrong message to North Korea will send the wrong message to the world. That, in fact, you can get away with building nuclear weapons, with building ballistic missiles that you're not supposed to have, with threatening your neighbors. That can send a message to countries, well, like Iran in particular, that you can get away with this if you play your hand right. If you're slow, if you're clever, if you're patient, if you've got the resolve, 20 years from now, you can have a nuclear weapon, which is a tremendous guarantor of your security and a huge bargaining chip in negotiations with adversaries, and that the Western world, despite all their talk about, you know, preventing nuclear proliferation, it's all talk, and they're not really willing to take serious action. So how do we reduce tensions between the United States and North Korea? How do we avoid the risk of a, a deliberate or accidental use of a nuclear weapon on the Korean Peninsula? How do we avoid, let's be blunt, a, a shooting war on the Korean Peninsula? There are a, a few simple steps. Now, simple doesn't mean easy, but simple is in they're fairly, they're fairly clear. The first is that, you know, history has suggested communications are crucial. It was crucial in the Cuban Missile Crisis. It was crucial in the 1990s when uh, the United States and North Korea resolved their first 
nuclear crisis. It was crucial in the 2000s when they did so. Clear, open, direct, and frank communications are essential. The second thing that can be done is that amongst like-minded states, it's really important that we make sure our policies are coordinated and our assessments of the situation are similar. Here at CG, we do something called the D10 Strategy Forum, where we have senior policymakers from these countries. We get them together. We discuss these sorts of tough issues in a closed-door setting, and they're very frank and open discussions. And that sort of dialogue, I think, is really useful because that helps you resolve questions about how much influence do we think China has? How much influence do the Americans think China has? One of us is going to be wrong. We could both be wrong, but it's good to compare those assessments and make sure we're working towards the same ends when we're engaging with the Chinese. Finally, I think it's important to remember that the North Korean government and society looks odd to us. We're outsiders. We look at them, they're stuck in the Cold War. Fact is, there's lots of evidence that they're still rational, that they're building nuclear bombs, they're building ballistic missiles, they're making threats because they're looking for a way to preserve their regime. So if, in fact, nobody in Washington wants to remove the regime in Pyongyang, we have to make that clear to them, that we can tolerate their government existing. We can tolerate North Korea continuing to plot along and oppress its people. We're simply not going to be able to accept this certain type of behavior. And getting some clear signaling there, getting some clear communication again, that's essential. That's what's worked in the past. And I think that mixed signals coming out of the United States, on the one hand, threats of overwhelming military force, threats that sound like regime change threats, and then here the next day, well, really, we just want to see North Korea restrain or give up its nuclear weapons program. Those different branches of government, I think, need to get on the same page. And that, I think, could help lower the tensions right now. It's not going to solve the problem, but it could help us put us on a path forward that avoids armed conflict and war. To hear more from Simon Palomar about the standoff on the North Korean peninsula, and for more research and analysis on security in the Asia-Pacific, please visit cgonline.org. That's C-I-G-I online.org.